Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And this week, uh, we've got a guest uh, to talk about a subject that I'm sure is going to resonate with a lot of our listeners, especially given, given the financial situation that we've been in for the lot. I mean, gosh, we've, it's been a year now. Uh, exactly. So, economic uh, downturn, which has caused a lot of financial issues with companies and cash flow issues. I know uh, it's funny when that all started to happen, my you know, people were asking me, how's your business doing? I'm like, oh my gosh, my phone's ringing off the hook because of course people are looking for new solutions and new ways to, you know, improve their cash flow and things like that. And so that's why we're talking this week with uh, the CEO of Porter Capital Corporation, Mr. Mark Porter. Mark, welcome to this Mr. Biz Radio. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, absolutely. Now I have to say, you guys, loyal listeners know that I'm based in Columbus, Ohio, which is home of the Ohio State University. And I, I'm, I hate to say this, I, I had, I'm having Mark on the show, even though he's based in Birmingham, Alabama, of the Alabama Crimson Tide, who kicked our butts in the national championship game. I'm still, I'm still a little sore about that, Mark. Uh, well, you, you, you'll get past that. There's always next year. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, well, yeah, but for Alabama, next year is another national title, it seems, for the last, uh, you know, eight, ten years or so. My gosh, what a, what a rain you guys have had. I know, and, you know, you bring it up, and they were talking about recruiting here recently, and they said that Nick Saban has recruited the best class he's ever recruited in history. And I went, oh, my God, I can't imagine what that's right. like. <laughs> yeah. I know. I saw the same thing because, uh, you know, the high state had a really good class and same thing. They were saying uh, this might be Ohio state's best class ever. And yet they're still ranked behind Alabama's class this year. I'm like, holy crap. What, what's Alabama got coming in? Jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah, I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, those programs have it dialed in, uh, for sure. I, I mean, I can see why people in, uh, in the college football fan world are getting starting to get a little frustrated by it. Um, it's almost like the NFL with, you know, the, the run the Patriots had, People get tired of seeing the same teams dominating every year. Um, They're like the New York Yankees of baseball in college. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're so dominant. Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, so so aside from the uh, college football diversion, uh, Mark, tell us tell us a little bit about your uh, your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, You know, what led you to to um, getting with Porter Capital and starting it and all that kind of stuff? You know, uh, Gosh, it's, we, we've been in business now 30 years. This is our 30th year. And before that, I had, uh, I guess that was in the late 80s, I was buying small businesses that either had a problem. And most small businesses usually have a management problem more than anything else. And if you can figure out what the management problem is and they have a decent product, you can make something out of it. Or you may, you know, what I did was you may decide, you know, they really don't have a good product or good process and maybe you need to liquidate it and I did that a few times and made some money that way but I was on a plane from uh, Dallas to Birmingham years ago and I read an article about financing which was called factoring which is a 
financing accounts receivable for small businesses. So I decided I would do a little research. And, you know, Ken, back in that day, you know, you didn't Google something and find out what you need to know about it. You had to go to the <laughs> library for two days and see yep. what you could dig up. And I'm sure you're familiar with that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I did that, and I also did some research and found out that there were there was nobody in Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, or Louisiana. Uh, there were one or two in Atlanta and one or two in Florida. And there were probably only a couple of hundred of these type of financing companies in the country. And nobody understood what it was. So not only did you have a product, but you had to sell them how the product worked, which is really takes a while to do, but I managed to make 327 sales calls in some capacity before I got the first client. And let me tell you, there were many days I was doubting myself whether it was, whether it was <laughs> something that was viable or not. But once I got that first one, I think two more came within the next 10 or 12 calls after that. And as they say, the rest is history. It only takes you 30 years to be a success. <laughs> yeah, to be an overnight success. That's right. Well, that that is a uh, an absolute uh, mastermind in uh, I call it consistent perseverance. You know, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, um, gosh, what was your mindset when you're you know on call number two fifty and you're O for two fifty? <laughs> you know, I, I you you have to want it really bad and be determined, and you have to believe in yourself and believe in what you put together that it will work because. And if it's not, and you come to a realization not, say, what am I missing or what do I need to add to this to make it successful? And I just think you have to stop and ask yourself that. Yeah, I think that's super important. And I think that's what, yeah, honestly, I, I tell folks all the time, and I hate to say this, it sounds a little bit negative, but you know, not everyone, in my opinion at least, not everyone has the mindset necessary to be a successful entrepreneur. Um, because they're those folks that they get knocked down seven times and they stay down. They don't continue to get back up. And so, you know, I've had folks that I've mentored that I've said, you know, I don't, maybe this isn't your jam. You know, maybe this isn't what you're, you know, I, meant to I, do. I, I, I tell you something, Ken, I tell people to do that that helps. I mean, first of all, you got to have the desire to want it and you got to want it pretty bad. And then they say, yeah, but I've got this job that I'm in. And I said, you know, that's fine. You can go down dual tracks. And they said, what do you mean? I said, if you will get up every morning and say, I'm devoting five minutes or eight hours today to that dream to get to where I want to get to, you will get there. It might take you years to do it, but you will get there if that's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. And that's, again, that's what I call that consistent perseverance, you know, it may take you, you know, like you said, you may have a plan to get to a certain goal in six months and it might not, might take you eight months. It might take you a year, it might take you three years, but if you continue to be consistently pers persevere, you will get there again. Maybe it just takes yeah. a little bit longer. No, I, that, that's, that's my philosophy. You just got to be determined. Well, and you, you, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, you know, to have your first sale on your 327th call that, that again, that's a mastermind and, and uh, consistent perseverance. My gosh, I, I mean, I'm pretty mental, mentally strong person, but man, I, I tell you, I, I can imagine that was a trying time, especially when you're trying something new, you know, um, and you probably at some point in there were starting to wonder, like, is this something that's viable? Maybe there's a reason why there aren't, there weren't competitors in the area. You know, it, you know, that was 
a wake-up call for me. The next wake-up call for me, Ken, that really is, it's kind of interesting and funny, and this is like 28 years ago, I needed a bank line. And so I started going around to banks and said, I need a half a million dollars, you know, for my business to get started. And I got turned down and turned down, and you know, probably six or eight times, maybe nine, I don't even remember. And finally I decided I needed to ask one of these lenders, I said, what, what is wrong with what I'm doing here that you guys don't like so much? What, what is it? And it was almost like giving him permission to tell me because a lot of times they <laughs> won't tell you. Yeah. And he says, you know, he says, you're not asking for enough money. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, a $500,000 line doesn't excite us, but a million would. Oh, wow. And, and so I just, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And so I started going around and talking to people about a million dollar line. And within two weeks, I had three people that wanted to give me a million dollar line. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's, let's dive into that. Uh, let's hit a break here and let's dive into that as we start the second segment and come back on Mr. Biz Radio. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio. It's time for Mr. Biz Tip of the Week, and this week's tip is you often don't realize what you can do until someone tells you that you can't. Somewhat related to what we were just talking about with Mark during the first segment, and speaking of can't, do you lack the cash flow needed to expand your business, but maybe you don't meet the qualifications of a traditional bank loan? If so, invoice financing with, you guessed it, Porter Capital can help you get the working capital you need when you need it. Visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. All right, Mark. So you were telling us about the, the, the you weren't asking for enough money. So that's interesting. And I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners out there would love to hear that. So, so what, what did you do? You pivoted, obviously you said, okay, well, you, half a million is not enough. Did you go to a million or how did you handle that? I, I, I did. I put proposals together to go out for a million dollars. And I think what happens too is, you know, these guys get uh, additional fees with additional money. And even though you may have not needed the money at that point in time, if you wanted to loan, that's what you needed to do. And so uh, I probably paid several thousand dollars more than, I really wanted to pay because I really didn't need that extra money. But, you know, at that point, I couldn't even get the first 500. So mm-hmm. I had to do it. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's completely counterintuitive, right? You're, you're getting rejected no, for a half a million and they're saying, yeah, it's not enough. <laughs> 
And I, I never could understand, you know, that philosophy just really flipped it on its head for me when I realized, I said, oh, my God, I would never have thought of this if I didn't ask the question. And a lot of times when you're dealing with a lender of any sort, you know, don't ask them a question outright. Almost ask the question as if, you know, I'm giving you permission to tell me bad news. And please mm-hmm. tell it to me so that I can do a better job in my business and know what I need to correct if there's something not right. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, again, how do you know if you don't ask the questions, right? So I think that's an important lesson, not only with lending, but with a lot of the things in businesses, making sure you ask those questions and stay out in front of those. So you had mentioned when you first started uh, Porter Capital, you it sounds like you were primarily just doing factoring, correct? Correct. Okay. So why don't you, being that you're an expert in the field, and we, we've talked about factoring on the show over the years a few different times, but um, explain to the to our listeners, what, what is factoring? How does it work? Factoring is, is, is to help businesses with their cash flow. A lot of times you get in here and you may be profitable, what have you, but you don't have enough cash and you may not understand why. And what happens is if you're running a business and you're selling any type of widget and you sell $100,000 worth of widgets that month and business is, is starting to improve and next month you're going to sell 125000 150000 well, that means you have to have more inventory. That may mean you have to have more employees. That may mean you have to have a piece of equipment added of some sort. And... What we do is come in, and when you invoice Walmart for that product and what have you, they may not pay you for 45 days, sometimes 60 days. So as you are getting bigger and you're profitable, you're getting cash constrained because it's all getting hung up in that chain to where Walmart owes you that money, and you can't get it fast enough. You come to somebody like Porter Capital, and... We will look at the invoices, verify them, that they are good, that they owe you the money. And we can usually do that in less than 24 hours and give you a big draw of maybe 85 to 90% of that money right then within 24 hours so that you don't have that lag time of that cash flow. Yeah, and I think, so there's a whole bunch of advantages to, to doing it as well. And I think anyone out there, anyone is listening who deals with large companies, you know, I think you're being pretty nice when you said 45 days, Mark. Uh, I know a lot of my clients that some of their larger, you know, it seems the bigger the company they deal with, the later, the longer it takes them to pay. I don't know if it's just all the red tape and all the signatures needed um, or they, the big the big dogs just know they don't have to pay. You know, what are you going to do? Walk away. You're not going to walk away from a, you know, a Walmart account for your business. Let me, let me interject something, Ken, real quick mm-hmm. in here that's sure. important. You make a good point about the 45 days or 60 days. Now, mind you, we are pricing the product on the turn that you have on your receivables. And if you, we have a special division that deals nothing but transportation companies. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, the transportation industry, most of those receivables turn every 32 to 34 days. And you say, well, gee, that sounds like that ought to be fine. Well, in the transportation industry, it's not. They need their money quicker than that. So every industry is different depending on how long they take to pay. Mm -hmm. And that one is just real fast. A lot of the other ones are very slow, as you well know, Ken. It just depends on what industry you're in to what the the turn is going to be. And if the turn is extremely slow, you need this product. 
Yeah. And so there are a bunch of advantages. Walk us through some of the advantages of factoring versus like a traditional loan. Well, for, for factoring, you're probably going to pay more, but you're going to also have somebody that's going to be doing verifications to make sure the customer is satisfied with the product they receive. And if they're not, then our people are required to call the client back and say, hey, we've got a little problem here. Here's what it is and let them fix it. And then we'll also do the collections on them as well. And, you know, a lot of times people think of collections as people badgering someone. It's not as much badgering as much as it is just a friendly reminder, and they will pay you for that. Mm -hmm. And if you start out with Porter Capital and you've got, say, a $250,000 line of credit, and you're all of a sudden about to put Best Buy on that's going to start buying $50,000 more product from you a month, you can come to us, and usually within 24 or 48 hours, we can take your line from 250 to 350 or 400 really easy. If you go back to a bank, they'll say, now, wait a minute, we just gave you $250,000, and you want another 150, And that was only like six months ago we gave you that. And there's going to be a lot of education with them in that, and it's going to be a lot of time before you finally get that raise. And you didn't know Best Buy was going to come in with that order until it actually came in, and now you're under the gun. Yeah, to make it happen. Well, yeah, well, and especially in that situation, you know, that's a that's a big fish to land, depending on the size of your business. You know, you don't yes. want to, especially with their initial order, you don't want to have it delayed. You don't want to have them waiting, or you may lose that account. That's correct. And if and if if we can act within a few days, that's usually just fine. If you end up getting stalled and now it's a number of weeks before you can get that order in house because you're going through a bank, you might lose it. Right, right. And imagine the the hard work your sales folks, your business development folks have gone through to land that account and then to lose it from something of just not having the working capital necessary. Because uh, you know, I've had that happen with clients as well where they've got they land that big account and the and or they can't land it. And the reason they can't is the the larger you know, customer, in this case, Best Buy, says, we don't think you have the wherewithal to be able to meet our needs in a timely manner. So we can't do business with you. So that's, a, I think, another very important uh, distinction to make. And so right along those lines, you know, just we're just, just talking about, I mean, if you're tired of waiting 60 plus days or, you know, sometimes more for customers to pay invoices, Invoice financing with Porter Capital can provide cash flow help, as, as Mark just mentioned, as little as 24 hours. So to get the working capital you need when you need it, visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. Get on the phone, find out, and they, they offer a ton of other products as well. You can get on the phone, talk with them, tell them what, exactly what your challenges are. They can connect you with the right products that make the most sense for you and uh, help with your cash flow. So come back after the break and we're gonna get some tips from Mark on how to obtain necessary financing. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com.
If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back to Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. This week, again, we're talking with Mr. Mark Porter, who is the CEO of Porter Capital Corporation. And he's been dropping all kind of knowledge on us the first couple of segments about how he started his business, how it's evolved, and some of the key aspects of and advantages of using factoring. So with that, let's get into, Mark, you've been in the industry for so long now. You've got a ton of experience. Talk to us about some top tips you would give to, to business owners on when they need to obtain financing. It could be in a, a variety of different forms. What are the, some of the things that you see that most often business owners maybe neglect, don't realize when they need financing, things like that? You know, Ken, one of the the first things I try to tell people when you're looking for funds, you, you, you probably ought to decide what it is you're trying to do. And do family and friends, are they interested in what you're doing? And they may be interested in investing or may be interested in lending you some money. That's the first, that's the first people you should go to. Now, and some people out there may say, well, I don't think my family and friends want to be involved. And that's okay if they don't. But I'm saying that's something you ought to give it a try. Mm-hmm. And then the next category is you're looking for a lender that works best for you. And that might be a banker, that might be a factor, that might be an asset-based lender, that might be an equipment lending person, an inventory person. But it's real important you find that person that you work well with. Because when you get in a pinch or you get in a tight, that's the person you want to be in bed with is somebody that understands you and understands your business and willing to work with you. And also you need to decide on what you're borrowing this money for is the money for cash flow and you need factoring or ABL or is it money you need for inventory? Just that could it be that you need the money for a build out in your office or a build out in your warehouse of some sort? Or maybe you're producing such widgets that you've gotten to the point to where your equipment is older and you need to update it and you need an equipment lease in order to get uh, a newer and better equipment. A lot of times you have to kind of um, test these waters with each of these different lenders to find out if you qualify for that. You know, a lot of times uh, if you can find out what their qualifications are, that finds out whether you fit in, in with what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ken. What do you, yeah, I was just going to say, what, what do you, what have you seen over the years that is the most common um, challenge or that ca- creates a hiccup in the process of someone seeking financing? And what is the most common thing you would you would say you've seen that's you know they they don't have X, Y, and Z? What is that X, Y, and Z? You know, I, I, this may sound a little strange to you, but you know one thing that we find that people are not as prepared when they go to get a loan or to deal with any type of lender, they're walking in unprepared. And what I mean by that is you should have a 
pretty good working knowledge of how your business works, be able to explain it to people in about three minutes to where they understand it. Mm-hmm. More than that, though, you need to kind of say, I need to have my business financials, if they're done and updated, that's very important to have. If you have a personal financial statement, you want that updated and ready to go. If you've got your taxes done and what have you, and you have the tax returns, that's good to have. And if you have equipment or other collateral you have, if you have some recent appraisals or past appraisals, I would bring those with you too is to have that. But a lot of times, many people are not prepared to do this. And I make it a point every March or so about this time of year is to do all that financial information all at one time because what happens is you get during the year and then you want to go see your lender and if you've already sent it to them in March, you don't have to think about it again. You know you've already sent them the taxes. You've sent them the personal. You've sent them the business uh, numbers and what have you and you know, they should be ready to go. And if there's one thing I stress, please do yourself a favor and do a little homework on front end and get that all prepared. Yeah, I would see. I would say I've seen that on uh, even my end working with clients is I, I've seen the exact same thing. They just and I think some of it, honestly, in their defense, somewhat, uh, I would say two things I think is maybe the reasoning behind that. Number one, most business owners don't want to have to deal with it. Right. It's almost like the, you know, putting their head in the sand. And the second part, I think, is some of it's they're just naive and they don't realize. Now, yeah. you would think someone would say, geez, if, if I want to borrow money from someone, of course, they're going to want to know the financial health of me personally and my business. So you, you would think people would know that. But, um, yeah, I think that probably delays the process a good bit often um, and not having those things all prepared. No, that absolutely does. And if there's, like I said, one thing I recommend is try to start getting your head wrapped around it. A lot of times, most entrepreneurs, they're good at something, and usually that's not something they're really good at, and they really don't like it. Right. Well, and here's the thing, and I've, I've talked about this on the show before. I mean, the the general lack of knowledge of even just consumer finance, I think, you know, that I've seen, you know, even back in 08, 09, when the, you know, we had the economic crisis, and folks were losing their homes and things, and, and the, the you saw so many people really, I mean, a dro- a grown adults, you know, 30, 40 plus year old people that truly don't understand how a mortgage even works. And it was, it was very eye opening for me during that time. No. And I, I, I agree with you. Um, and and, it, and it's, it's sad to see at times, but it, they just need to be more prepared for that. You know, and d- during the pandemic and what have you, it is amazing to me how many small businesses got whipsawed so bad and they didn't have any reserves to call on upon either to to get it to the next segment. And mind mm-hmm. you, I feel like a lot of the bars and restaurants and what have you, a good portion of them will go out of business. But, I, you know, Ken, I'm such a believer in this country and the entrepreneur spirit that a great percentage of them will open back up in 18 to 24 months. Yeah. I mean, demand will be there. So I agree yeah. with you. We'll, we'll come back. Um, it, they may open in a different form or fashion, but I agree with That's you. I correct. think they will. Um, and so we've only got about two minutes left, but w- one quick question, I get this often, I'd be curious to hear your take on it, Mark, is do you recommend a business open a line of credit even before they need it? So let's say they're anticipating that in three to five years, they want to have that sort of safety net per se, 
and have that uh, line of credit. Maybe they don't even tap into it initially, but is it is it a good idea to open that before you even might need it? Oh, absolutely. That's because you, what you're doing is anticipating what is going to happen in the future, and if you don't start getting prepared for it now, you won't be ready for it. Don't wait until you need the money and then go get it. It's a good idea to go ahead and get started early. And just tell you a quick story, Ken. When I got out of college, I said, gee, you know, I need to establish some credit. And I grew up in a very small country town here in Alabama, and I went to the bank, and I said, I need to borrow $300. And they said, $300. And I borrowed the $300, and I paid it back. And then I went back the next time and borrowed $600. And I kept doing that year after year after year. And a lot of times I had no use for the money. It was just to build that credit. Yeah, again, that consumer finance knowledge and knowing how important that is, um, it, more people need to understand that. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I definitely agree with you. I think anticipating and having that line of credit as that safety net if you need it, especially probably came in handy for a lot of folks during the, the pandemic and the economic downturn we, we experienced with that, super important. Well, this week we've been talking with Mark Porter, who's the CEO of Porter Capital Corporation. Uh, Mark, I really appreciate you coming on the show. You shared a ton of knowledge with us and I'm, I'm sure it's helpful for a lot of the listeners. Hey, Ken, thank you for your time. I appreciate you having me on. Yes, for sure. So again, go out to portercap.com. You can find all the different products. And we talked primarily today about factoring, but they offer a, a bunch of other products as well that might fit the needs that you have. Great team down there um, in, in, gosh darn it, Alabama, but we'll, we'll give them a pass on that one. <laughs> so thanks for listening, guys. Thanks to our show sponsor, Porta Capital. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.